Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. Every one of us, every one of us feels inferior at some point of time. We constantly live with this fear, this complex. How many of us feel inferior? Constantly. How many of us have these bouts of inferiority when we are faced with something strong, we're faced with something challenging, and the first thought that comes to us is that we're not at the right spot. This is not something that I'm equipped to do. I'm not good enough. We constantly keep telling ourselves that. And I hope that through this conversation today, I'm able to give you a framework on how you can think about this entire inferiority question. How do I stop feeling inferior? And it's fascinating how this manifests itself in so many ways. I'll give you a simple example. You're someone who was perhaps raised in a middle-class upbringing. I can totally relate to that. Growing up, never had enough money, hand-to-mouth existence. So I distinctly remember the first time that I went to a really expensive restaurant and I felt I didn't belong. I felt I did not know the the moves and the shakes of how rich people behave. I didn't know whether or how to even call the server. I didn't know if it was okay to speak in Hindi with them. I didn't know how to pronounce a few names of the dishes. Everything is small as going to an expensive restaurant for the first time triggers those inferiority complexes within us. How often has it happened that you would be in a mall and you're passing by a shop that's perhaps selling expensive clothes and you will not feel comfortable entering because you just feel that the minute you enter that shop, you will get the looks that will be telling you, you don't belong here. What are you doing here? And it's crazy how these Little, little things will just become so big. Remember the last time, and I distinctly remember my interview process at ISB. And I'm sitting in the waiting room amongst several other people. And I had less than one year of experience before I applied to ISB. And in that room, there were people with So much in work experience. There were people who were working in really large companies, people who were working in really solid roles, people who had great degrees. They came from fantastic institutes and they were just talking amongst each other. And I was like, shit, where am I? Am I good enough? Like, this is the competition. What am I doing? And all of these things, your first day at work, your first day at college, you walking in a mall, you entering into an expensive restaurant, you entering a large house and you don't know how to conduct yourself. All of these small things make us so vulnerable in front of our inferiority. And the big question then is, how do I deal with that? Because here's the truth. And let me just start with that. Even though I know that this is platitude, you've heard this before, it seems like the right thing to say, but I have to say it. You're good enough. You need to be comfortable with who you are and not be pressured by what the world thinks you are. You are enough 
for your own happiness, for your own peace, for all your calmness, for the satisfaction that you deserve in life. And yet, you will be made to feel like shit because you're constantly telling yourself, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Let's delve into why that happened. Number one, the shit that we consume every day. Think about it. When you are browsing through a fashion influencer, beauty influencer, what is it that they're making you feel? Not the fact that you are beautiful, not the fact that you're good enough, but the fact that you're not good enough, that you're not pretty enough. You need this and this and this and so much more to become who you should become. It's Instagram and the news and everything around us that's telling us that we're incomplete. And think about it. Most of the world's economy runs on telling people they don't have enough. You need that phone to look cool. You need that product to look pretty. You need that money to be successful. You need that car. You need that house. You need that vacation. You need the shit that we're selling you to be complete. Right now, you're not good enough. Question the media. Question the shit that you consume. Question everything that tells you that you're not good enough because guess what? It is psychologically entering your mind in a way that you're getting brainwashed, that you're convincing yourself this is the truth. I am not good enough. Look at people around me. All of them are so complete. They're so pretty. They're so happy. They're just so content with what they have. I must be the retard who doesn't know how to navigate through this life. I am not good enough. Number two, it's where we've come from. How often do we ignore the past? How much will we continue to saying no to it, to reject it, to not come to terms with it, to not want to face it in the fear that we will have to confront it, face it. But the truth is only when you face it will you win over it. The truth is that there is nothing that can be fixed in the future if you don't fix the past. And how did you land up there? It could be how you were raised. It could be what the experiences were when you went through college, school, childhood, anything that made you feel like you were not good enough, made you feel like this is not something that I'm capable of. All of those need to be confronted. The number of people who go through their entire lives Convincing themselves that what happened to them was their fault is shocking. It's not the truth. That is not how it works. You have to think of your past as the stepping stone, the foundation for who you are today. And whatever happened was not your fault. And yet you continue to bear the brunt of it. And that's only because you're not ready to face it. And that is what you need to do. You need to confront your past. You need to go through a point where you face the past and realize that it wasn't your fault and come to terms with it. And that brings me to the third thing, which is the active choices that we make on a daily basis. It's said, if you do something every day, you get good at it. You do something every day, it becomes part of your second nature. You don't even feel it. It doesn't even feel like work. And that's true for every time that you tell yourself, I'm not good enough. 
for every time that you're scared to make a decision because you think you're not good enough, for every time that you tell yourself, I am not better than the rest and the rest are so much better than me, you have got yourself habituated. You are making active choices on a daily basis which are convincing you of the reality that you are not good enough. There's nothing that you've done in your active choices that is trying to change the story that this isn't about me. I am enough. I'm enough for my happiness, for my peace, for my calm, for my satisfaction. I don't need more. I don't need to become someone else. But those choices are hard to make. And you will always find yourself in a spot where you'll be like, no, because of all the things that have happened to me, this is a natural outcome. But that is when you have the courage and the realization you can change your present by making active choices. And that will slowly become a habit that convinces you that your past needs to be healed and that your future doesn't need to be dependent on what is it that you have told yourself. You are enough. The operating word that I live by in life is trust. I think so much gets solved when we begin to trust people. Not as people who are meant to kill, to defeat, to destroy things, but to heal to become better versions of themselves, to do things that they genuinely want to do. And I will start with trust. It's helped me immensely. But here's the unfortunate state. Most of us may still be in a position that they are willing to trust others, but we don't trust ourselves. I want you to trust yourself. Trust is about the fact that even if things go wrong, I would have done everything in my capacity to avoid it. And once things go wrong, I will do everything in my capacity to fix it. I trust myself to be that person. You should trust yourself to be that person. That's who you need to be. That's who you need to trust. This constant fear feeling of inferiority, this constant Self-bashing, this is self-defeatist. You know that. But only when you begin to ask yourself, where did this even come from? Do you begin to face it? Do you start to change it? Do you experience what it is to be a person that feels they're enough? Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you. <laughs>